Hey guys, this is another episode of Bed Buds Specialist Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and I think iHeartRadio. Um, today we're going to be talking about uh, PPE and viruses. Um, so. Today, and, you know, this is, uh, I don't want to say the date, but definitely this is 2020, and we're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, A lot of things changed. A lot of things will change for the future. Um, And so I definitely wanted to make a podcast episode that's relevant about that subject. Um. And about what's going on in our business and in my world or in the world um, when it comes to pest control um, and uh, just uh, a few tips and different things to navigate, you know, a world right now what we're dealing with. Um, so, first of all, I wanted to start doing quotes. Uh, every episode, uh, one quote I like, uh, one guy I like, uh, activist, um, Frederick Douglass, um, he said, there is, where there is no struggle, there is no progress. Um, and so, yeah. So, so today is going to, like I said, it's going to be about PPE, viricides, and just some, some tips about this pandemic. So this pandemic we're dealing with is kind of crazy. Um, right now, like I say, we're in the, I don't know when you'll be listening to this, but um, it's 2020, and right now, uh, middle of the year, um, now there's debates on if we should reopen things, if we should not reopen things. Um, um, right now, they're advising everybody, the CDC is advising a lot of things such as staying six feet apart from people. And also wearing mask, um, um, face mask. Um, so those things can help without spreading the virus um, from person to person. So for us specifically in our business in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we've been uh, been picky and kind of been taking, not taking every job we get because when dealing with bed bug work, you uh, are usually um, dealing with a lot, being very detailed in a lot of um, treatments, uh, dealing with things uh, in, in and out of people's homes, in and out of people's cars, um, moving stuff around. Um, so this is definitely a potential way for us and our employees to get the virus more easy, easier spread than, than others um, with our services. So we've kind of been selective on different projects we take. Uh, we are full service pest control company, so we're doing other services, outside services a lot as well. But, um, but yeah, so, so yeah, um, 
but that that's kind of what's going on in our business um, in our world today. I don't know what other, other companies are doing. I think a lot of people think that this is kind of like a this is a joke or a hoax. We're taking it as very serious, um, as serious as we can. Um, and um, again, uh, it, it, this is a crazy time. A lot of people are worried. A lot of people are losing their jobs. We we are getting some people that are um, not able to afford our services. Um, definitely because of all the layoffs, but. But anyway, like I say, again, we're, we're trying to truck on and we're trying to be safe as possible. So a few things um, we wanted to talk about today in today's episode is uh, PPE. And PPE stands for Personal Protective Equipment. And so when it's weird because when you hear people say um, wear face masks, stay apart, you know, this is definitely to protect other people um, when it, when you wear a mask. Um, uh, it's to protect other people. But in some cases, we wear respirators, and that does protect us from any um, bad smells, any toxic fumes, um, anything that would enter the mouth. Um, so the mask... Uh, the respirator that we wear, that's kind of what that does. But a face mask, it, it necessarily doesn't filter anything out, but it definitely keeps, if you sneeze or cough or talk and you have the virus, it keeps it from spreading to other people or even to um, uh, other surfaces. So uh, I definitely recommend it. And even, even in my personal life, I wear... Um, the, I have a face mask, a custom face mask that I wear. And then also, um, I, I wear gloves everywhere too, no matter what. So even in my pest control, um, um, uh, services, um, doing my jobs or client or appointments, I wear gloves, but then I also do it, um, when I'm just going to the store at this point, you know, it could, because you People, nobody's going to take care more of your health than you are. So that's what I, I kind of think like, hey, um, I don't know if everybody cleaned off these surfaces or cleaned off these places, uh, cleaned the bathroom as good as I would have. So thus, I kind of don't leave anything to the hands of fate. I just uh, wear gloves everywhere. And of course, at this time, I'm, we're not going too many places anyway, just kind of essential services. Um, so yeah. So speaking of gloves, of course, when we're operating in our appointments, we wear gloves um, and um, disposable gloves. Um, and and there is a method, a don, uh, donkey, I think it's pronounced, I, I can't can't think of it, method to uh, remove the glass or remove the gloves properly so that you don't recontaminate your hands um, it's a way how nurses or doctors take gloves off so they don't contaminate their hands with whatever's on the glove possibly um, but what I'll do is I'll link a description in this uh, or maybe a YouTube video in the description of this um, in the notes in this podcast 
so you can check it out. But it's a really cool way, easy way to take off your gloves, how you're supposed to take them off properly. Um, also, sometimes we use glasses. They're not really required, um, but um, it's good. It's good to wear glasses depending on the kind of environment we're in in a house or an establishment. If it's if if we're using a lot of product or if it's just something in the air, cloudy, um, we wear our glasses. Something potentially can get in your eye. Um, different uh, manufacturing areas that require them will wear them, but usually not. But of course, um, with this virus being as um, strong as it is, it's and as dangerous as it is, if you ever got anything airborne and the virus became airborne and you knew it, it could possibly get in your eye and affect you that way. Um, so that would be a good reason to wear glasses. It, again, it's not required. And, and the chance of it is probably not very likely, but don't quote me on that. Um, and of course, we wear coverall boots. Coverall boots just kind of help the customer feel at ease for us, it seems. It protects uh, wood floors and it can protects, you know, taking contaminants in and out of homes. Um, so, uh, um, because, you know, if we're in a dirty home at the beginning of the day, that's filthy. And then we, at the, you know, we visit two or three homes after that, then all those contaminants could be possibly entered into that last house. And so that's just not right. So we definitely work boot covers, shoe covers um, on all our jobs that we do. Um, very rarely do we use a hazmat suit, but we are using them a lot more definitely in the time um, that we're, um, you know, in the time of coronavirus, uh, COVID-19. Um, so, so yeah, we were, uh, uh, the, I guess the, phrase would be hazmat suits, uh, but uh, the proper phrase, I think, for them are called coverall isolation suits, um, and, you know, it just covers your feet, covers your arms, covers everything about your body, even your head. Um, you still need to wear gloves and then a respirator as well. Um, usually, if you, have to, if you have to put on a suit on, you definitely want to put a respirator and gloves on, and then very, and then sometimes glasses. Uh, like we said earlier, uh, but there's different kinds of suits. There's suits that are breathable, and then there's suits that don't let anything in. We usually just wear the breathable suits. If it's a hazmat suit that we just needed to, uh, if if we were in a situation that ever needed a suit that's not breathable, I don't know if we would even take that job. Um, I used to do um, uh, restoration work, which calls for uh, hazard. Um, trauma and hazard and trauma cleanup, and I used to have to wear a suit years ago, um, and doing mold work as well. But um, those are kind of rare that you would need to have a suit that requires it to be just kind of all sealed up. And I don't like again, I don't even, I just know ours is breathable, but um, you know, it's a certain kind of plastic or um, uh, some sort of plastic that allows, of course, nothing to move in and out of the, the suit. Um, 
So yeah, those are kind of the PPEs that we use on a daily or weekly basis on doing our uh, appointments um, when it comes to pest control. And definitely more so, these are things you need to know. Um, um, in this time of COVID-19 and going forward, if you're in flu season or whatever kind of season where you've seen a lot of sickness, these are definitely tips you want to keep. And, and, you know, if you're at a hospital or old folks home, you know, and you're cleaning or doing something kind of um, where you don't know what could be in this area, these are definitely um, certain things you would want to have on or have with you. Um, yeah, so um, a few more things we would say is um, okay, well, I'm sorry, that portion had died. So yeah, so uh, and, uh, some of the tips that we were thinking of during this time of COVID-19, you know, um, definitely you want to, uh, these are, and these, and some of the things I've shared earlier, these are things you could take to work with you. Um, you can take to, um, um, uh, you, you just common knowledge you should know. Um, that help that would help during this time. Um, but yeah, so another thing we recommend in this COVID-19, of, of course, is on a regular basis, whether, and it really depends on how much traffic is in your home, in your place, in your place of business, um, is um, using that viral side. And so instead of saying disinfect or sterilize. Um, I say use a viral side. Um, those are words I could use as well. Um, but uh, a viral side is just a, a, a virus killing um, solution or agent. So uh, a viral side here is uh, a viral side agent contains low alcohol and low amounts of acid characteristics that um, have low, low salts that help kill viruses. Um, and that's the definition of a viral side. So, so anyway, um, most things um, you can even call. Um, so when, depending on how much traffic or how many people are in and out of your home, who's in, who's in and out of your home, um, um, would probably depend on how much you want to disinfect. Um, but you can make that decision, you know, because I have seen people go crazy. And using too much could be harmful, um, but definitely using not enough could be as harmful as well. So, um, so when it comes to using viral sides, um, I would always say, of course, um, use it on different um, areas in the house that are being touched a lot, or a lot of the surface areas a lot. Uh, so, for instance, um, doorknobs, door switches, those would be a good place to use um, um, a viral side. Um, and... Um, spray surface areas, 
and also um, uh, eating eating areas and then bathroom areas definitely are good good uh, uh, definitely good places. But depending again, depending on your home, you know, definitely you touch your remote a lot. You touch your you know uh, phone a lot. These are things you want to clean off. You want to clean off your uh, uh, do a light treatment on um, a keyboard laptop tablet if you have it um, definitely be careful with, with electronics there's even um, different solutions you can buy just for electronics or different methods you can do but one thing to use one thing to know about virucides is that usually you need to spray a product and let it sit for 10 minutes before you either wipe it off or just let it you can let it air dry but make sure to keep the solution so uh, when you're thinking that you're spraying a uh, Lysol on something and then you're wiping it down, it might not have enough time to actually work and kill that virus that's on there. And so just a little part of the virus needs to stay and it just multiplies pretty quick and can recontaminate that whole surface area. So definitely use a very coarse spray to get um, a, a, a large amount of the surface. Don't breathe it in, um, and just again, the big thing is let it sit for about ten minutes. Um, and then uh, some tips that we use, uh, tips uh, solutions that we can use, that we use um, in our office is called uh, DSV. Um, really good solution. And then at our home, my personal home, me and my family use uh, Odorban. I know some both viral sites that we like. Now, uh, to go a cheaper route, bleach uh, with water is a biocide. Um So that's definitely something you can use, but just make sure, make sure, make sure, and I always say this, read the label on how much to use for water uh, per, you know, parts per part. So I don't know. Definitely check the labels. I'm not going to even guess, but just definitely check the labels um, on how much to use because using, and you always want to follow the label. Do not assume that more is better. In our industry, a lot of people assume more is better, and that's not usually never the case. Um, so just use the right amount, um, right amount of temperature, and again, Using spraying it down, wiping something down, making sure it stays wet. If you wipe something down with bleach, bleach water, just make sure it can stay wet or moist for that 10 minutes. Um, if not, just use a spray bottle because um, usually it can with a spray um, on a surface. So those are some tips during this time of the pandemic, the COVID-19. And I hope everybody's staying safe. Um, hopefully these tips and different things were helpful. Um, this, I definitely talked longer than I thought I would. Um, still trying to work on getting rid of the ahs and hmms and the hesitations. Still new to this uh, podcast thing or speaking. Usually I'm just speaking to customers and employees, but, but yeah, so... Um, so yeah, um, 
again, this is the Bed Bug Specialist Podcast. Um, look, you can Google that name. Um, definitely Google uh, Bed Bug Specialist. I think we'll pop up on the first page at least. Um, yeah, and remember to check our website out at TulsaBedBugExterminator.com. Um, you can leave us a voicemail. Uh, the numbers on that site. Uh, and definitely you can hit us up on Twitter. And that is Twitter Tulsa uh, Bad Bug. And you spell Tulsa T U L S A. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time.